tired, Dolph. Want to tell me about that rabbit incident? What was all that about? They wanted me to kill it. I'm sorry. I couldn't. Don't worry about it. I couldn't care less. But now they call me a scared rabbit. Let them say whatever they want. People used to say a lot of nasty things about me. Oh, this guy's a lunatic. Oh, look at that psycho. He's going to get us all killed. Recording. Going, going. Done. Uh, <clears throat> all right, great. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back in. Uh, we're Matt and Bob. We're here to pod. We're about to get potty proud. Um, award season is in full swing. You're listening to the analysis. Bob, good uh, good weekend at the movies, huh? Yeah, or good weekend for screener season. It's <laughs> yeah. the most wonderful, wonderful screening time, time of the year. Screeners have started to leak, Mister Hayes. Uh, and you're, what, are you on the uh, Pirate Bay boards downloading them? Uh, yeah, something like that, or, you know, wherever they, wherever, whatever site will offer uh, streaming pornography and movies at the same time. Yeah, we uh, gotta get a partnership with Pornhub going, it's this <laughs> one-stop shop. You ever go to those sites where you, 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 you like, click and you're, you're trying to, to start up Parasite or something, and then just a pair of huge tits just... <laughs> pop up in the other window and you're like ah god making me All look right, like I guess a loser doing this now yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, was I can't jerk off to this <laughs> god damn it yeah damn it <laughs> randy uh, getting the pictures drawn in the anyway um uh, 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 a korean prestige film yeah. uh, uh no no yeah. <laughs> brazilian bukkake porn anyway Brazilian fart fetish. Yeah, Brazilian um, fart fetish. That's what it was. Did you did you watch Parasite on? Did you download it? Ah, uh, yes, I did. Yeah, I got out to my local theater. You know, supporting good films. Good on you. I you know. I really I feel guilty sometimes, but I'm also cheap. So that's something that's a battle that I wage within myself all the time. But I did Boy, go see Jojo is. Rabbit in theaters. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The one that probably one. didn't need it as much, to be quite honest. But whatever. Uh, I, I'm of the belief that any good movie is best seen in theaters. Probably. Um, and then uh, the rewatchable ones are best served at home. Um, anyway, so Jojo Rabbit from Taika Waititi. I'm a big fan of his. I, I don't, you haven't seen much of his work, have you? I have not seen the Th- Thor Ragnarok, and I have not seen the Wilder People, but I have seen what they do in the shadows, or was it what we do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows, and I have seen this. So I'm two for four. Uh, and also Boy... Uh, is a good one. Okay, I have not seen that. Uh, so I'm two for five. So I'm batting under 500. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People is really great. Sam Neill is really funny in that. Uh, he always has these really funny kids. Um, and this one, the lead, is uh, has a bit more of a weighty role. So the the kind of the, the scene-stealing funny fat kid he always seems to have is uh, played by his uh, his little buddy there. Yeah, that kid actually steals time. the movie, though, in my opinion. Which yeah, is he, uh, not an easy movie to steal because you have Stephen Merchant, you have Sam Rockwell, you have ScarJo. There's some actual serious star power, and then uh, the the director, Taika Waititi. Yeah, who plays uh, the Hitler uh, <laughs> imaginary, imaginary Hitler uh, friend? <laughs> yeah, uh, this was really fun, man. I, um, I I knew I was gonna like this movie going in, and. Uh, I did. Uh, it, I, what struck me is that the the balance he he gets of like a reverent Nazi satire and also weighty emotional World War Two 
um, consequential emotions. Uh, I thought it was it was a fine line to walk, and it's a tricky subject. And I think he did an excellent job. Yeah, it is. The Holocaust is the movie plot gift that keeps giving. It's yeah. really will will never. I do not believe there'll be a time in my life where there there will not be a World War Two movie of some sort being made in a calendar year. It just happens every year. And uh, but, you know, there's there's just so much uh, humanity and there's so much powerful storytelling that's that's relevant still. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting. And then it, it is interesting when they, they take a, a, a comic comical look on it. And it and it is something that's very difficult to satire. You know, it's a very dark subject to, to try to poke poke fun of. And I, I think the first time maybe we ever really saw at least I really saw some some kind of comic levity being brought to it was life is beautiful did you ever see life is beautiful with roberto benini yeah yeah uh old sarah ray or one of her favorites okay so Um, your your ex-girlfriend that you had a a horrible time with (laughs) (laughs) recommended (laughs) (laughs) great great movie um yeah what's great about that is that you never really see anything of war until the very end until the very Um, end yeah when when the kid's got to kind of make his own way um i i thought we were gonna get that with here where it's like the the actual realities of the war never really come to fruition. I, I thought it was always going to kind of be in the background, but then the the final third, yeah, it's 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 on their doorstep and they have to deal with it. Well, um, yeah, and they even I've... deal with all hands on deck. You know, that's something that I've seen in other World War Two movies, like Private Ryan. At the very top of Private Ryan, after the guys have stormed Normandy, they're kind of going through supplies that they've gained from defeating the German army and. And one of the guys pulls off a Hitler youth knife or a Hitler Juden knife, and they they say, "Hey, yeah. hey, look, man, the guy you killed was Hitler Juden." And uh, Mellish starts breaking down. He's got the knife and he starts crying, and that's actually yeah. later the knife that he gets stabbed with in the movie. But it was just they, right. they started using just civilians uh, in that army in that in that war effort towards the end because it was just it was savage times in Germany. But so they they really take that and they they expand upon it in this movie just in terms of that yeah well when you go to war with the world uh you're gonna be outnumbered yeah um, <laughs> i love the tomorrow. line <laughs> i love the 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 line from the the what was it york yorgi or yorgi but he says yeah we're partnered with japanese and to be quite honest they're not very aryan looking <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll, yeah just just kind of the jabs that they got in just kind of the breaking down the ridiculous the fear yeah the absurdity and... through 10 year olds <laughs> it's almost like south park I... where you're using kids to to amplify the the stupidity of these yeah i got a little bit of south park i got it was like a wes anderson directing a live action south park film almost a little uh, bit a little bit yeah kind of, we're stretching but in still there. yeah um i yeah i i I loved how much they leaned on the whole the, the mythology of what the the Nazis were. were some of them believed, mm-hmm. like that that these the Jews hang upside down and as bat they have. Where's your horn? Yeah, it, yeah. It's almost like uh, uh, like Cartman, where it's like, give me the gold, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these, yeah, or or uh, Borat. Remember Borat with the Jews? You give me your gypsy tears. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah. On, give me- all that, all that stupid, just ridiculous mythology that they had <laughs> give me your give me your tears gypsy yeah <laughs> yeah um steven merchant the heil hitler scene uh was was she's got to do it to everybody yeah. sam rockwell just 
always shows up and just uh, yeah, one of my guys drains threes. Yeah. Um, I loved his his costume, his costume concept, which was which was <laughs> copyright. Of course, this is copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the flowing multicolored uh, robe and yeah, a yeah. um, lot, a lot of great moments here. Uh, it because uh, it, it's like we were saying, it's uh, like rape and the Holocaust are really tough to joke about. Yes, but uh, I like that he tried and he went there. And then uh, I don't know if you saw last week's uh, SNL, but uh, Colin Joe's got a pretty good Nazi line in there too. It's like uh, something about. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, Nazi uh, Nazi war memorabilia is being auctioned off. It's hard to have a Nazi auction because it seems like everybody's bidding. Because it seems like total. everybody's bidding, and it cuts to everyone with the high. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did watch that SNL. <laughs> uh, one of the best ones uh, in a long time. Uh, you know, Will Ferrell was back, and I made a point to see it. And yeah, you always got to get off topic, but it was. You always got to parachute in for the Bill Haters or the Will Ferrells or the. Yeah, exactly. Parachute in. That's right. Yeah, and then I and then I yeah. get right out. <laughs> But yeah, that yeah. was that was a fun episode, and and actually the the one that was cut for time, but the 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 one that hit home was the. Have you seen the? Um, I I, uh, I meant the, to watch the, that, but it the high school for me on drama YouTube. club. Yeah, I need a, the, the drama teacher. The, the cut one? for time, like when it when a cut for time is funny, That's it's like so how did good. that not get it's in so here? Good. There's so, there's couldn't we have gotten rid of the uh what like the the sexual mom pizza sketch right? Yeah, there. Yeah, there was. There was probably the first hour was pretty laughless, and then it, it really picked up steam around Weekend Update. But what are you? What are you serious? I, I wasn't the Pocahontas sketch. Oh, maybe it was uh, the Pocahontas was... sketch was the first good sketch. But yeah, we had we had a few clunkers in the, at the top, and I thought the opening yeah, yeah. the opening bit and the opening monologue was trash. Yeah, it was. But then you got uh, the the d- democratic debate was good with. Uh, uh, I'm, I don't know. I, I wasn't as into that. There was a lot of star power, but I I didn't laugh at all at that. That's for Greg yeah. Ott. But anyway, back to uh, back to this movie. Uh, yeah, with the uh, I think um, another movie that kind of touched on with a little bit of humor was Inglorious Bastards. Obviously, a very different energy, but just at least brought some brought some humor into. Yeah. Her humor in the term in terms of like just everyone is so badass i mean because there's humor in, in in almost all of these movies these guys are joking around mm-hmm. as they're you know walk walking from battle to battle um you gotta you gotta have some levity when you're yeah. dealing with like stuff like that but uh yeah i think the, the imaginary hitler was a really great idea for them to get away with some stuff too and and just mm-hmm. seeing Hitler almost through a ten year old's eyes and having wacky bits like he just dives out the window or he's eating uh, a, <laughs> a unicorn head or just different right. just the, the the fantasy of it made it a made them able to kind of uh, joke and play around and like oh, people think I'm crazy or that I'm you know insane or mass murder and people misunderstand me too you know uh, give me give, give me a little bit of Heil Hitler uh, just all those little bits uh, were. I thought I was yeah, like, yeah. What, a, what a great idea, an imaginary Hitler, and then you know he shows up uh-huh. late in the movie with a bullet hole in the side of his head, and uh, right, like, right, right. It was like, oh, that was, and but I, I just think just filmmaking wise too, they they set up some really nice stuff and and had some really poignant moments, especially the the bit with the shoes. I thought was was actually really uh, done with a lot of craft. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was pretty heart heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, his mom hanging there. You only see the shoes. Yeah, but yeah, they showed, and it was almost like. Sorry to, I, I know I keep referencing other World War Two movies, but it, it's such a large uh, genre of itself. But the, um, you know, the the girl with a red coat 
in in yep, Chandler's yeah, list. You know, it's like uh, almost like you, they they have this close up of the shoes when 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 she's kind of teaching them how to tap dance and tie his shoes and everything. And it's just like when they when they brought it back, I was like, oh, that was really well done. Um, and it just uh, well, isn't isn't the the cover of Schindler's List like a bunch of shoes? Well, no, may, maybe I, I I'm not sure about the cover of Schindler's List. I'm talking about just when she um when she's tap dancing above his shoulder. He, they're kind of yeah, and they they have this yeah, close yeah, up yeah. of her shoes, and they kind of make make note a couple times of her shoes, and then and they're and they're red. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was a. Uh, but yeah, just a, a a touching movie, and then you know I was kind of choking up a little bit towards the end. But then they they give you the kid the kids dance moves. They're they're dancing without music on the street, and it's it's really touching. Right. And um, I I loved the letters the the letters that he wrote to on on this person's behalf, and they're just ridiculous. And she plays along with them, and I mean I thought it was yeah, really uh, really sweet Beyonce. movie. And and then to your point, uh, those kids had never acted in a movie before. And yeah, it's like, crazy. man, the, that, that, I just, I'm always really, because sometimes they get it wrong with the kids. The kids aren't always good in movies, yeah. even in Hollywood movies. But when they get it right, it's it's always really impressive. And and this guy definitely has an eye for talent when it comes to to directing. Oh youth. no, he he's the best, man. I mean, I, if you if you go and watch Boy and then Hunt for the Wilder People, like I was saying, I mean that the kid talent. I mean, it's like you know how Spielberg was known for getting great great performances. Mm-hmm. It's, this guy great gets like amazing comedic performances, which is probably even harder. Um, yeah, just it's I'm always amazed that like this is their first movie. Like how yeah. how do you how how are you even at the level where you're noticed and then you you're just able to deliver in this really intense situation? It's just it's so yeah. Because I even think this role is some is harder than something that's that's heavier than Room. You know, Room they have like Jacob Tremblay and and it's that's got its own its own challenges and but you know he's very much still just a a a kid that 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 is learning a lot as he goes and I, there, there's not as much in terms of the the emotional this, this, like i'm talking that the, the jojo rabbit kid has to to juggle with with this comic touch with with these super sad and sweet moments it's there's there's a lot of layers and there and there's a lot of measurement yeah, that he, you need in that kind of performance i'm just really impressed by it shows a certain level of rage at a few yeah points. um when uh, when they're staring out of the window, like right before kind of the battle comes to Germany, I I kind of I'm almost expecting like a fade out like, uh, <laughs> next time on in World War Two. It, it it just felt like that was almost going to be where the movie was going to end for a minute, and we get a whole another like yeah. half hour. Uh, did you feel that at all? It felt like they were setting up like a sweet, like everything's going to be okay, <laughs> sort of an ending. Yeah, for the, this partnership. And then you just once once the battle reaches their streets, that's when you're like, oh man, anybody can go. Like you don't want to see the his buddy go. And and they did a really nice job. Like the, those two actors working together had great chemistry. The two kids. It was like, oh yeah. man, are they going to kill the little kid? You know, that like he's like. It seems like I can't yeah. die. <laughs> yeah, it's made of paper like like materials. But yeah, I was like, oh, don't kill the kid. And then and then you got Sam Rockwell out there with the with the music player behind him trying to distract the enemy. But it's like, oh, they, like then 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 they put the code on JoJo, and you're like, no, that uh, they, they really yeah, right, right. they really made it pretty suspenseful in that back fifteen. Um, uh, you, you just didn't know after after what happens to Scarlet. You you really don't know what's going to happen to anybody in the movie, and, and you you realize that you know the the consequences in this story, just like in in any other Holocaust kind of story. 
Did uh, did you like ScarJo? I did. I, I kind of you didn't. Yeah, I not not so much. It, it just you, you could see the work. Yeah, you know I could I mean? see the work. I I could see the. She's she's just not as naturally funny as everybody else yeah. in the movie. Yeah, I could see her working. There was there were some nice moments. What did you think about the no- moment where she puts the soot on her face and she plays her father, the father and the mother? I uh, I was a little it was a little cringe. Okay, but it's you know it's a mom trying to be funny, so I guess that's okay. That's what you're going for. Well, she's she plays I mean, mom in a couple movies this year because I know the the big one for her is the Marriage Story with Bombback, which we're gonna see very soon. Yeah, that's the next. That's, that's the next big one. I'm looking. That's probably to. more in her element than something like this. But I thought she did it just fine. I, I'm sure there yeah. could have been a couple of other people that have, like maybe an Amy Adams or somebody that could have probably nailed this a little better. But yeah, I actually no, actually to be honest, the casting struck me as odd. Like it, it she stood out as like not really uh, being a little out of place. Um, yeah, so, someone with a bit more of a comedic flair. Yeah. Could, just could have been I was there. I was actually the person who I was all set with because I I did feel the the moment where which was important for her to have impact was that that moment where she's dangling with the shoes and and I still felt that so overall I'll say that the relationship I bought enough that I I just didn't uh-huh. I just I had a hard time with uh, uh, Rebel Wilson I just I yeah I don't know I I see where you know, she's she's this comic icon in Australia I see. This, being directed by Australians, like I, I could see where they were going with it, but I just, I'm, I'm. Taika Waititi is a New Zealand. Okay, okay, you know what I'm saying, but uh, I, I could see where they were kind of getting with it, but I, I, I just thought she was, I don't know, I, I, I just was okay with it. I was, I, I, I didn't think she added anything to the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, no, I, she kind of had her, she had her shots, and she didn't really sink them. Uh, whenever yeah. Yeah, when everyone else was given like a little bit of limelight, they kind of yeah. The clones need to be walked. Ha ha ha. Okay, whatever. But yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Well, yeah. Let's let's shut the book on that one. Definitely double thumbs up. Uh. I recommended my mom to go see it when she went to go see a lovely day in the neighborhood instead. But, ah. Uh, boo. Boo. Carrie. What? what which I, Carrie Hayes what? was this? This was my mom. Okay. Not the. Uh, Let me make sure it wasn't the theater whore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, real, real uh, quick there was one more bit that i really liked which was when the the nazis were going through the the journal that was found and it was just <laughs> this nathan uh, on a spick nathan on a on a, a large wheel bike going around the tire <laughs> oh yeah we he kind of loses the plot of the uh the his book and just kind of dissolves into a <laughs> killing this guy's jealous murder husband. fantasies of the boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah, uh, yeah, go out and see it, man. It, it's a, or people, it's it's a good one. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So we're in it. We're we're a lot of great movies are coming out. Uh, a lot to see. Yeah. Um. But you know, get out there and you'll be rewarded. Um. I know. I. Yeah. This is the are, the uh, time of the year where me and you have to do multi movies in one pod because there's so many great movies coming out at one time. Uh. And so far, definitely a better year than last. year. I agree. Um. Overall, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is about to get to my point here. So, all right, we're uh, so Parasite by Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Uh, currently at ninety nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. It's a Korean film, subtitled. Uh, he uh, he directed Snowpiercer um, with Chris. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> who, who's who's Captain America? Oh, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Um, and then uh, what else has he done? What was the uh, one with the like... o- the Ocha or something? 
Oh yeah, Ocha. Yeah, the the Netflix uh, animated, mm-hmm. partially animated film that was amazing. This guy does cool stuff. I was I was kind of all set on Snowpiercer actually, but uh, Ocha's great. This movie, uh, this movie is amazing. I mean, I was really kind of almost amazed at how much I really. I was liked super it. into it, uh, I, yeah. and it was. You know me, Matthew Hayes. You give me social commentary ripe with metaphor. And a, a multi-layered plot, and uh, just it's like a like Taylor Brennan with a nice yeah exactly the way that Taylor Brennan gets hard for a revenge story, I get hard for social metaphor uh, commentary movie. So and this guy this guy gives it to you in space, correct? In pretty much every every film. Yeah, yeah. So I had a I had a drama boner this whole time. I really was yeah. into this movie. Uh, I th- I think it's a masterpiece. Ooh. Uh, uh, of of structure and just 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 like complete mass like uh, control of your craft. Uh, I think it was like masterfully directed and written um, the, and performed. The the, the, the the actors yeah. were great, especially the dad. I love the dad. Yeah, he. Uh, my favorite was probably the daughter. I think she was the most capable con artist. Yeah. Uh, but well, she had the most skills. So much fun. Yeah, and then it gets like really intense. It's like it becomes this thriller after it's like this bizarre, like almost like a heist team up switcheroo. So I, I, but it wasn't really malicious and like terrifying. It was just kind of like funny and mm-hmm. witty. And then it gets like really fucked up. And I just, I, the, I just remember the moment where they're sitting there and they're like crushing all their, you know, tequila yeah. and just like they're literally the, feeding like, off of this rich family. The parasites yeah, are feeding I, and drinking off of this rich family. And then there's like this lull, and they're like, all right, now what now? Um, and then you kind of feel it as the audience, like, all right, we're like, what now? What's going to happen? And then that's the exact moment where like the doorbell rings, and it's the old yeah. caretaker, and then the movie just gets turned on its head. Uh, yeah, it, I, I don't know. Is this. Uh, some people are claiming it's the movie of the year. Well, I mean, are you going to go there? Or well, what? didn't it win Khan? Yeah. So. Which is. Not necessarily a uh, a sign of uh, yeah that it doesn't mean it, it's it's not not a predictor of Oscar award season but it it definitely puts it into play in terms of the Palm Door yes award yes thank you um, I I uh, I think it's one of the best I am also fucking biased man like my one of my favorite filmmakers made a movie with my favorite actor and I thought they they smashed it with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh. So it's yeah, gonna be well, really I mean, hard, I, I, but in terms of an overall art piece, probably there. Uh, well, because I'm able to distinguish like my favorite movie of the year and then the movie of the year, okay. um, and, and both things can be true. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I, I just was blown away by this. I, I thought it was spectacular. What uh, do you think has a better shot than Roma of, of being like the first foreign the for, language? First film foreign language. Picture? Yes, because I also think Roma was had the extra element of trying to be the the streaming service movie to win an Oscar, and so I think there it was a a counter vote against Roma in that space. But it definitely is this year's Roma of a foreign language film that's just master art piece you've get you've got to see it uh, and i actually roma was really great and in, in, in it's and it's definitely in a different genre but i i was probably more engaged from beginning to end in this one than i was in roma not that they should be oh, compared uh, 
No, yeah, it's hard to compare these. Uh, Roma's gorgeous, beautifully shot, masterful cinematographer. Um, people were not so great on the story. This is like all story. It's 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 plot driven, um, and it's it's really interesting and engaging. Uh, so yeah, totally different movies. I I guess I I don't know if I had a preference. I might I'd probably rewatch this one first. Um, but I think Roma had a better shot because it was a down year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's true. It couldn't even beat the Who Cares Fest over there with, uh, what was it, Green, yeah, Book. Green Book. I mean, I, Green Book was a good yeah. movie, but. Uh, Driving Mr. Jazzy? Yeah. Driving Mr. Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, well, but it, I, I could see it winning. Why not? It was so good. I mean, what are the front runners? Um, Marriage Story is going to be up there. Uh, Little Women. I, I, oh, Once yeah, Upon a Time. Women. It'll it'll be in the mix. It, you get ten, so it'll definitely be in the top ten. Yeah. So I I just I love so let's let's break down some of these metaphors. Let's let's go let's go full bob here, okay. Mm-hmm. Unzip your zipper. Let's go full bob. So the family lives. I'll take it out. <laughs> I will make a nice presentation. Uh. <laughs> so so this family right that the lower class family they live they actually live underground. They live below ground yeah. level. And, uh, you know, so very, very simply, the, the first scene of the movie, right, they're, they're fumigating the streets for bugs. I actually think the first shot is, a, is, a, is kind of a parasitic-type bug crawling across the table, and the dad flicks it, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're crab people. They're crab people, crab people. But they, uh, yeah, they live underground, and they're actually fumigating the streets in Korea, and, and they're going to close the windows, and the dad says, no, 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 let the... Free fumigation. We get free fumigation <laughs> for all the bugs in our, but they're actually themselves being fumigated, like these, the, yes. the people are. Um, and then, and then, so you're very much working with the kind of working class. This family is dead broke, folding pizza boxes, or we're basically unemployed. And then you've got and bad at it. Yeah, they're bad <laughs> at the pizza box. <laughs> well, yeah, they can. Like they couldn't use half of them. Yeah, <laughs> a quarter. Yeah, but still. Um, but then, but yeah. And so then you've got this, this, uh, you know, working class versus uh, capitalism. And this dude is, uh, the, um, the, the, the rich family, they're actually kind of uh, in, in their own way, capitalizing off of, um, was it virtual reality or what does the dad do? It's some some sort of, anyway, I kind of lost that actually, because this had something to do with the park in central park. Uh, so I don't. Anyway, there's like some. Yeah, so so they're kind of parasites off this family, and like we mentioned, they're they're there's a scene where they're actually feeding and drinking off of this family, uh, but but con their way into completely taking over every every staff position that they have for their house, and so very much like a rainstorm, they'll go, oh, this was fun. This is an opportunity for our son to play in the backyard. Let's watch him play in the backyard, where the other family is terrified that all of their possessions are underwater. Their toilet is. Spitting shit everywhere, uh, very much oh, yeah, Greg Ogg, so Greg Ott style, and then <laughs> yeah, and then you've also got just like the parasites off the parasites, right? Because there's that third family that comes into the mix, and the dude is living underground, but he has this great appreciation for the family and respect for the family, whereas the Kim family kind of starts to look at the the rich family with disdain. 
So there's just a lot yeah. happening there in terms of uh, class and social issues. And well, especially when the rich family like can't stand the smell. Yeah, yeah, that was. I think that was really a turning point with with especially the father was just the stench that they kept talking about him in, and then the humiliation of having to hear his family hear all that. It's like, oh, you smell, Mister well, Kim? God, yeah. stinks like the subway. <laughs> yeah, God, gets all the way back to the back seat. Well, that that brings me to a, a point I wanted to make about um, they're living in squalor, but they they really clean up. Uh, and I'm like, where where are they getting these like? suit jackets and, and and nice clothes and how where do they press them and how do they get the smell off of their bodies well, they don't uh to be able to infiltrate a family that and then they don't to the extent that the dad is never really able to get rid of it but mm-hmm. I, I i was just kind of uh the, their transformation was was kind of interesting. yeah especially the mother the mother looks re- – they all they all look a lot nicer when they're in the fam when they're with the rich family, but the uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the dad just can't shake the the stench, the lower-class stench. And, and she says yeah. – and especially for someone like me who rides the train every day and the, the rich wife says, oh, I haven't rode the – I wouldn't even know what the subway smells like. I haven't ridden it in, in yeah. decades. It's like, oh, man, I'm part of this. I'm part of the other crew. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no matter how many promotions you get, Bob, you're still gonna smell like the subway. Yeah, man, that last scene, that birthday party scene, gets just insane. Oh God, yeah, I didn't, yeah, did not see that coming. Yeah. Um, but so my thing was like, so they they've spent all night in their wet, you know, ruined apartment spewing shit, and then they immediately go to this birthday party. Uh, they've been sleeping in a gymnasium. Like, yeah. So like, where where are they able to change? That that was the only. I yeah, like, yeah. I guess the continuity of there doesn't really play, and I I thought the same thing briefly. I said, oh, they're they're gonna be there because I thought I thought one thing one place they might go is that they're not able to make the birthday party, and it's like what? How odd out. that our yeah. whole our whole staff isn't able to make this thing at one time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, that's where I thought it was going, but you know, we we kind of just skirt that issue, and we get we get a cool mm-hmm. presentation at the end. Um. Yeah, well, super. The guy living in the in the basement through multiple families. I mean, he was yeah. He he honored the the head of the household, but then also the he was a kind of loyal to the respect. Architect. <laughs> we don't show them the respect. It's almost um, like Randy giving the speech about the internet. Exactly. We've referenced that episode three different times on this podcast already. That's, that's the true. same with the Brazilian yeah. fart fetish. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, I just I loved it, man. I that was so good. It was so much to talk about. I was so interested to like unpack it when I got out of there. Um. Probably a, an amazing movie to rewatch. But uh, by the uh, way, there was a spooky ghost in this story too. That's. When the kid's eating huh? birthday cake and he looks over and, and homie's in that. Oh, man, yeah. Man, what a yeah. creepy image that Spooky was. Ghost? Yeah, the guy coming up from the basement. Yeah, because he's oh. partly balding but not bald, but he's got this, br- like, his eyes are incredibly wide open, staring into the. Yeah. Uh, spooky. It's so fucked up. Spooky, spooky ghost? ghost over there, endoplasm. Um, uh, excellent movie. I, I mean, I. I Right now, I kind of want to pencil it into uh, what best original screenplay, which is always such a fun category yeah. to see play out. But I, I thought You're that was put ins- it over over old uh, Tarantino, huh? Uh, I think Tarantino wins something. Hopefully, directing. I, I, 
I don't know. It's it's such a tough year. It's such a stacked field. Um, I could see Tarantino and that movie winning a lot. I could see it kind of getting edged out by quite a few things. But I think the star power of that film are going to get a lot of votes. Yeah. Um, I, I could easily see it win Best Picture and Director, and then I could see you know, some of these other things like uh, Parasite winning screenplay and then Marriage Story winning Best Actor, you know, stuff stuff like that. This could win Best Score. This had a really cool score in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very tonal. So. Uh, Do you think the director gets uh, Best Director nomination? Yes. Yeah, I think it was – he was in complete control. of, And, and I've, I've heard he does no covers. So it's like, oh, let's do one more for coverage. Like, he doesn't do that. He's like, no, we got it. It's like he storyboards it to such perfection where it's like, I need to get this shot right here. I need to move over. I get it. Like, he, he's not, like, filming this guy's close-up, and then we swap over and get, like, over the shoulders. It's like he doesn't do any of that. It's just like he gets – he films exactly. He knows very specifically what he needs. And you could kind of tell that in the film. It's so well put together that, it, like, there was, they didn't find this movie in the editing room. It was just – it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Good point. That, that was kind of – because it's hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, that was a great directorial performance. It's hard to kind of, like, realize that sometimes. But with this, it's like, yeah, this guy was in complete control. Um, and also it helps that he wrote the screenplay and you can kind of see the influence throughout. Um, yeah. Very uh, – super impressed. I, I I was excited about it initially as, like, you know, uh, uh, the film nerd buzz was, was high. The hype was high. But then it's like – Ah, uh, you know, Ford vs. Ferrari, you know, it's more of like a theater movie or, you know, blah, 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 like more of these action-y or like, oh, I got to see that in IMAX. I got to go see this. And then Parasite's like, oh, I could probably watch that whenever. But I'm so glad I, I went to go see it and uh, just made made, a, made the point to and was rewarded. Yeah, I probably should have checked it in theaters, especially because it, it does have a lot going for it cin- cinematography-wise. Is it showing in theaters in Chicago? I mean, I know it's a limited release. Well, but, I'm in Michigan right now, oh, but okay. it is it is showing in the art house theaters in Chicago. Yeah, okay. And a few of the AMC's, so okay. you, you you should be able to find it at a Cineplex. But I also found a an HD screener, so I said cheapness. Oh, there and you I, go. Yeah. I decided I just wanted to watch it so me and you could talk about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's a great movie. I mean it's going to be good. Uh, hopefully, it comes to the streaming services and people get a chance to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, that's going to do for that. I. Uh, God, man, I'm watching The Crown right now, and it's really good, just to throw that in there. Season three. Okay. I don't know if you, you're into that at all, but uh, Olivia Coleman's taken over uh, as they jumped ahead um, from Claire Foy, and it's just she's so good. I have I have not watched it, but I could I could put it on the list. I, I am looking for some new shows. I watched the first episode of that Mandalorian, so oh, uh, yeah. just, just wanted to check that out a little bit. Did you sign up for Disney Plus? No, but it's at the house I'm at right now, so I might oh, as well cool. jump in and see if I want to sign up. Yeah. But I, uh, so I, I watched that, and then uh, we need to buckle up because The Irishman is on Flicks starting tomorrow. That's so we're, right, we're taping tomorrow. on a Tuesday. So me and you, the next the next chop we'll have is a nice little ride down Scorsese Lane. Oh, you're you going to throw that on for Thanksgiving? Yep. Well, I'll throw it on tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people going out for that Black Wednesday party night. I'm gonna be partying with Bobby De Niro and Al Pacino. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, you better save your energy for the annual turkey trot, right? There you go. And I get to get hang out with Terry. <laughs> Heard he's gay. <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs>
Thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a like and thanks for stopping by. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.